from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Guesting on this, it's already Friday edition. Coach Pete Cordelli this hour, top of hour two, the angelic tones of Ole Miss Evie. Kevin Hagan talking Alabama, hour two, Brad Powers, the gambling, all of that stuff, the sinister, very sinful stuff, that's hour three, 615-844-5600. Twitter at Bill is King. Email the show Bill is King 7 at gmail.com. There's a lot of newsy items to get to. Coach Pete is the man to talk about it. Welcome in, Coach. Good morning. How are you? I uh, I'm, I feel like I'm in Antarctica talking to you here with this weather. <laughs> Before I get to all these news items that we want to hear you talk about, you coached at Minnesota. Is that obviously the coldest environment you've had to coach in just regularly? Uh, South Bend got pretty cold, Bill. Oh, yeah. Uh, South Bend, you know, uh, it's the northernmost town in Indiana. They're six miles from Niles, Michigan. And we would get lake effect snow, but it, it got cold, but yeah, Minnesota. <laughs> the first week we were there, it was uh, minus twenty to minus forty with the wind chill, and uh, Coach Holtz wouldn't wouldn't really wear an overcoat, you know, a top coat. So he told the GA go out and start his car and don't come in till it was seventy two. So two and a half hours later, the young man finally came in. <laughs> when did y'all get hired up there? Was it winter? Oh, yeah. We got hired in December. We, we met on December 27th, uh, the first time as a staff up there. And uh, it was after, um, in 1983, we had left uh, Arkansas. Coach, coach, coach Holtz, Coach Bros had a little bit of a, a disagreement. Uh, coach told staff, don't worry, I'll be working in seven days. And, uh, the Minnesota job came open, and we went up there in December of 83. 
Did Broyles and Holtz, did, was it always contentious or just there towards the end? Towards the end. Towards the end. Uh, Jack and Witt Stevens, you know, Stevens, Inc. and Little Rock, yeah. they were huge, huge boosters. It, people, <laughs> I don't think people realize how much money's in the state of Arkansas, but Jack and Witt Stevens were very close with Coach Broyles. Um, and... Eddie Sutton was the basketball coach at the time. We had a great basketball program. Norm DeBryan, uh, baseball, John McDonald, basketball. I mean, there were all kinds of championships being won. And But Lou and, and Frank had a great relationship until the end, and a lot of it came down to recruiting. You know, uh, that first year we beat Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl, 31-6. The next year we were preseason number one. Uh, we ended up tying UCLA in the Fiesta Bowl 10-10 and ended up three in the country. Um, but it was towards the end because recruiting had not gone the way that Coach Broyles thought, especially in the state. Uh, we lost a couple guys to Oklahoma. Barry Switzer <laughs> came in and got Keith Jackson, the big tight end. And uh, Texas A&M got a center out of Russellville, Arkansas, who ended up going to the NFL. And You know, when you lose, the, the state of Arkansas doesn't have as many players as other states do, and you got to keep those guys at home. So things started to go sideways recruiting-wise, and um, Coach Broyles was hearing about it, and uh, it, it, it got contentious at the end. I'm sure. Just one other note, and then we'll get to the news. When Barry Switzer, who's one of the best recruiters of all time, right, goes into Little Rock and takes as highly recruited a tight end as in the history of college football and takes him to Norman, Oklahoma, that's an affront. Well, I <laughs> I mean I've known I've known Coach Switzer since I first got into coaching and you know Barry was was uh, the Back when you had JV teams, Barry was the JV head coach at Arkansas when Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones were freshmen. And that's how that whole relationship started. And then Barry went to Oklahoma with a guy by the name of Jim McKenzie, who was one of the all-time great football coaches. And Coach McKenzie uh, passed away at Oklahoma, but but Barry stayed. And uh, Barry... Barry was very close uh, to a couple guys on the staff. And um, Wilson Matthews, you know, the Broyles Award is given every year, and the trophy has Coach Broyles kneeling with a guy over his shoulder. That guy over his shoulder is Wilson Matthews, who was the longtime head coach at Little Rock Central that won a ton of games. And Barry and Wilson Matthews, were were really tight and um I, I really believe barry barry would have loved to come back and been the head coach at arkansas at one point yeah pete buckeye fans and lots of news across the way but not only have they named ross bjork as their ad he'll take over in july for longtime ad gene smith but they have hired, reportedly, Bill O'Brien to be their offensive coordinator. 
and apparently he will have control of that offense. Now, again, that's reportedly that part. And the quarterback's coach, Corey Dennis, apparently is out. Take all of that and run with it. Ross Bjork is a wow uh, with uh, about 50 question marks after it. Now, were you, Pete, were you doing the uh, color on the football games when he was there or not? Yes, at the end. Okay. Yeah. Uh, He had come from Western Kentucky, and um, that's just a wow. Uh, To go through the freeze situation, to give Jimbo the, the guaranteed contract that he ended up walking away with over $100 million on, because not only did he get the, what, $77 million buyout, but remember, he made a boatload of money before oh, he yeah. was let go. And that was all Bjork. Uh, I'm shocked that Ohio State, but hey, they went and did it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how, how that goes for Ohio State. Uh, Bill O'Brien, I'm not surprised at at all. And here's why. Nick Saban was so good at recruiting from the standpoint that he could go into a home and just say, whatever, let's say quarterback. The first Heisman Trophy winner, I've had, you know, a quarterback. Uh, I've put this many guys in the pros. I get, I run an NFL style program. Here's what we're going to do. Bill O'Brien has bounced back and forth between college football as a head coach in Houston uh, and a NFL experience, obviously college experience. Bill O'Brien knows what it takes to develop quarterbacks and run a pro style system. With those two running backs that Ohio, with Judkins going there and the running backs that they'll have next year, with the quarterback coming from Kansas State and Howard. If they can get the offensive line solidified, which Bill can, this offense is going to be much, much, much improved over what we've seen the last two years. I don't think Kevin Wilson gets enough credit for what he did at Ohio State before he left to take the Tulsa job. Kevin Wilson's really a good organizer, planner, uh, play caller. Even though Ryan Day was calling plays, Kevin Wilson was in his ear every down. For, for Ryan Day, and I think this comes from Gene Smith, the current AD until Bjork takes over. I think Gene Smith finally told Ryan Day, look, you need to become the head coach, give up the play calling, hire somebody you trust and become just the head coach. Now, that doesn't mean Ryan Day won't have input into the calls. But I think Bill O'Brien is an excellent hire because of his experience, his background. And I got to tell you, he got put in a bad situation in New England this year. How do you hire Matt Patricia and Joe Judge to be the co-offensive coordinators and have to go in and clean up that mess? Bill Walsh couldn't have cleaned up that mess. You know, there's a number of reasons why Belichick's not in New England. The Kraft family is pretty smart when it comes to football. Bill O'Brien went in and did the best job he could with 
a very poor offensive group, very poor talent-wise. Now, you come in there with the receivers that Ohio State has, the tight end. I'm going to tell you, the tight end from Baylor that's going to Ohio State, that kid's a dude, Bill. Yeah. That young guy is a dude. He will be a weapon immediately as soon as he gets on campus. But I think Bill O'Brien is an excellent hire for Ryan Day and the Ohio State program. Coach Pete with us each and every Friday. I'm glad you said that. Bill O'Brien is is lukewarm, I believe, among the fan base right now. I'll tell you this, Pete. I was in Chicago, and I believe it was the summer of 12, when Penn State had already been hit by the NCAA. But while we were there, literally in Chicago for the Big Ten meetings, right before the meeting started, the Big Ten meetings with all the coaches that I interviewed in one day, the NCAA announced that anybody on that roster can leave. They just made up a rule. And I was there with Bill O'Brien when that happened. We'll we'll talk about it when we come back. A lot of Bama news, a lot of quarterback news. We're going to try and get to all of it with Coach Pete after the break here. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning, T-Dots. Behind a minor accident on Briley Parkway southbound on that ramp to I-40 over the Donaldson area. It's picking up out here on 24 now as you come up out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Nashville. There's some dangerous driving conditions out here on some of these back roads. Don't get too overconfident. Please be careful. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Order online this weekend at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. 
This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, backed by 45 years of experience. For all your residential or commercial metal and shingle roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 615-414-8466. 615-414-8466. That's Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Let me get your initial reaction. Mike Vrabel is fired as the coach of the Titans. Initial reaction is taking it back, uh, a little shock. What in the world was going on in that building that led to this decision? Amy Adams is absolutely fearless as an executive. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Text The Bill King Show now at 615-844-5600 and interact with the king of college football. The Bill King Show. Pete Cordelli is with us as he is on Fridays. Pete, just a quick note. I believe it was the late July summer of 12. Joe Pod and Penn State had been hit. Joe Paul was out. Bill O'Brien had already been hired. We get to Chicago for the Big Ten meetings, and the day we're there, the first day, news NCAA just announces, hey, from their high and mighty post in Indianapolis, that everybody on that roster can go if they choose to. And it was an absolute zoo. I remember I interviewed Bill O'Brien. I was there who was very, very professional during all of this. And I remember Mike Maudie, remember their captain, senior captain linebacker, he's stomping yeah. around in yeah. that hotel, Pete, wanting to fight yeah. somebody. He's so mad. Mike Maudie is yeah. literally wanting to fight somebody. He's in a suit. <laughs> and I've, yeah. ta- I've talked to him since. Mike, I believe, has a business out in Colorado or something. He's from Louisiana. But, Pete, Bill O'Brien, and again, I <sighs> – I'm not sure how I feel about today's news or overnight news, but he did a very good job in the two years he was at Penn State. He really did. Well, there's no doubt. Bill O'Brien knows how to build a roster, and he knows how to plan for the strengths of his his 11 guys on offense and their backups. Bill O'Brien's one of the best offensive minds in football. And he doesn't – let me tell you what, he's not a yes man. Right. When he got into it with with Tom Brady on the sideline in New England, he made a point to Brady, you're going to do what I, I'm coaching you to do. Stop going off the script. And Brady's throwing – you know, and, and Bill O'Brien's not going to back down from anybody. And But Bill O'Brien understands – how to build a program, how to develop quarterbacks. And this offense 
And again, with Will Howard at quarterback, the, the running backs that are coming back, the key is going to be to get the offensive line and the protections right. And it all starts with protection. And Ohio State's going to be a much improved offense than what they've been the last couple of years. So I like Bill a lot. You know why? He t- he's, he's straightforward. He's very matter of fact. What you yeah. see with Bill is what you get. And he had to overcome some stuff in New England this year. Um, and as you know, in pro football, <laughs> a lot of things come down from ownership that you can't control. Right. And I think he's going to be happy to be back in college football, and he will do a great job. The Ohio State fans have nothing to worry about there. I mean, whoever they hired, the Ohio State fans were going to question. I think this. I think Bill's the best hire for Ohio State. And here's the other thing. He's going to help Ryan Day with some head coaching decisions because of his experience that he's going through his, along his stops as a head coach. Pete, especially if Mich- especially if Michigan is looking for a new head coach. <laughs> we will we will go there. We will go yeah. there. <laughs> Pete, Alabama with their new coach DeBoer, he's filling in the staff, the coordinators, etc. I want you to get into that and also, this is a multi-layered question. Bama is getting pummeled in the 30-day relatively new rule, about a year or two old, window that says when your head coach leaves, your roster is fair game. Take on all of that. Well, number one, you know, <laughs> the best roster builder in college football, the GOAT, Coach Saban, built a tremendous roster, and people couldn't wait to have the opportunity to go and try and get those guys to leave, and it's always – hey, you don't know what you're getting in Kalen DeBoer yet. You have some players going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This guy just played in the national championship game. Uh, he did some great things out there, but uh, there's only one way to say it. Uh, it has become free agency and how much these guys can leave Alabama for. And uh, this is one of the things that Nick said he was tired of dealing with. But I believe that Alabama will have a quality roster. And when you have an opportunity to go talk to those Alabama players and know how they've been coached for the le- however long they've been there, why would you not want that guy to go? To me, the biggest loss is going to be Caleb Downs if he leaves. The tackle, Proctor, the freshman. He struggled, yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Bill, you tell me a time for as thorough as you follow college football and the way we look at things every weekend. You tell me the last time you can remember Alabama giving up this many sacks in the offensive line in the last three years. Yeah, I, know. I can't remember a time when the offensive line was this poor especially in pass protection. Bryce Bryce Young is running for his life. I know. I mean, makes an unbelievable play at Texas 
or else, you know, they lose that game. The offensive line has been so substandard for what Alabama wanted. So some of those guys that are going, good riddance. But Caleb Downs, big-time guy, um, you know, look, if I'm a head coach somewhere else, I'd be circling too and trying to get him to come. Now, I think losing Tavares Robinson to Georgia, yeah, he knows that roster better than anybody because he helped a bunch of those guys get there. So, will they have two guys go to Georgia, I believe, right yes. now? Yes. He knew who the two were. He absolutely knew who the two guys were. Now, would he like to have Caleb Downs? No doubt. But I think that getting Kane Womack in as the defensive coordinator, who I believe is an excellent hire. His dad, Dave Womack, was a GA force at Arkansas in 83. And so, again, like Jesse Minner at Michigan, whose dad, Rick, coached with us, Kane Womack was at Arkansas in 83. Excuse me, Dave Womack, his dad was there. Kane Womack is one heck of a coach. And he and, and Kalen DeBoer were at Indiana together when they had pretty good years. Kane Womack knows his defense. He knows his personnel. That staff is going to be just fine. But, you know, look, how do you move on from Nick Saban? You got to give this next group a chance to put together their roster. And I'm not as concerned with all the guys that are leaving. I mean, look, 15 of those guys left before Nick announced his retirement. And I'm not so sure that some of those 15 weren't told, you know what, Um, we'll help you find another place. It it, it wasn't all just the player's decision. With this transfer portal, coaches also have the opportunity to call guys in and say, you know what, Um, we think you'd be better off going somewhere else. It's a two-way street now. 36 players, this is of last night, either turning pro, transferring out, et cetera, so far at Alabama, leaving that roster. I mean, it's just – look, Nick's always had a number of guys leave early for the pros. Right. That's been the one thing that has really helped them in recruiting. The the Birmingham News – last summer did an article bill about how many former Alabama players are making over 10 million a year in the NFL. And I think the number was somewhere around 14 to 17. Now, if I walk into your house and say, Mr. Mrs. King, here's what we have done with our program. How do you beat that in recruiting? Right. <laughs> here's, here's the, the numbers don't lie. Here's what I'm getting your son ready to do. So he's always had players, and Nick has done a tremendous job with the NFL committee that evaluates the underclassmen. I think over the years, when you lose as many assistants as they have at Alabama, for whatever reasons, you lose continuity in recruiting, and you know that. And some of the decisions that were made in the last couple years 
this wasn't the strongest roster team Knicks had. But you know what? With the transfer portal, Kaitlin DeBoer and this group that he's bringing in, they're going to be just fine. Ryan Grubb and Kaitlin DeBoer know what they want on offense. Remember, this offensive line he just left at Washington was voted the best offensive line in the country this past year. They will build a quality offensive line. They know how to throw the football protection-wise, get receivers open, run the football. Defense, he trusts Kane Womack implicitly because he worked with him for two years, three years. So they're building something in Tuscaloosa. Once you go through the SEC, and now it's a new SEC with Oklahoma and Texas coming in, once you go through this first year, watch out. Watch Coach, out. Coach Pete is with us. Now, one advantage we have is Coach Pete actually lives here. He's not from here, but he moved here a couple of years ago. And two of the top recruited quarterbacks in all of America are right here. George McIntyre, class of 25, is the number two ranked quarterback in America, only behind Bryce Underwood, who's committed to LSU from Michigan. And then Jared Curtis is the number one ranked player in America in the class of 26. He's right here as well. Now, Juju Lewis from Carrollton, Georgia, was ranked slightly ahead of him, but he reclassified to the class of 25. Pete has seen and worked with some of these guys, McIntyre and Curtis. Now, Curtis, over the weekend, this past weekend, visited Georgia and South Carolina. He was scheduled to go to Ohio State this weekend, Pete. Apparently, that got canceled either because he liked Georgia so much or it's weather-related. That's a debate right now. I don't really know what the truth is. (laughs) I I don't. I don't. Everybody's arguing over that. But, Pete – First of all, let's go to the younger kid. Uh, and I don't know if he is younger, but he's classified in the class of 26. Jared Curtis is a very physically mature guy for his grade. He's listed, Pete, and you, you can adjust this, at about 6'3", 225. Is that legit? Uh, yes. I, I would. He's, he's slightly under 6'3", but he – Again, we're splitting hairs there. Sure. And he's 220 to 225 with <laughs> two more years of high school left. <laughs> right. Right. And uh, I, I just think – I know Georgia really likes him a lot. Um, and I think he had a pretty good visit to Athens. And now with Carson Beck coming back, uh, I w- would not be surprised that if that George is going to – put the uh, full court press on him. Right. He is really a good player, Bill. I mean, you talk about his footwork is excellent. His his posture is great in the pocket. And his ability to go from read one to read two, his progressions are very good. And the ball comes out quickly and accurately. I mean, somebody has done a great job coaching this young man. And he's only going to get better. George McIntyre yep. at Brentwood Academy is set to make his announcement. He's a different body type. He's long and lean. He's like a young giraffe, right, out there yes. 
But yeah. – and he's supposed to make an announcement. Tennessee seems to be the team to beat there for him. Talk about his game. His arm talent is just off the charts. He's six six. He's right at about uh, 198, 200. But, but he's playing basketball, too. And he's a heck of an athlete. He's a high-cut young man, long legs. and He is so deceptive running. He covers so much ground. He's got excellent footwork. And he makes some of the best downfield throws. His ability to keep his eyes downfield, find his receivers, and um, he will grow into his body once he just gets to football. And there's no doubt he's going to be 225, 230 someday. But his best football is ahead of him. But what a talent this young man is. And a great, great competitor. I mean, spend countless, countless hours watching film. And uh, I, I tell you what, George McIntyre is, is one of the special guys that I've had the opportunity to be around. And I'm like you. I think he's leaning to Tennessee. Um, so we'll see what happens here in the next week or so. More Coach Pete. we got some questions for you here on social media. Coming right back. I'm the Nashville Hotel. Good morning, T-Dot. Wrapping up a minor egg on that southbound ramp coming off Briley Parkway onto I-40 over here in Donaldson as it starts to pick up a little more so in the last few minutes on 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area coming in from Murphy Sproul, Rutherford County, Wilson County. Traffic's been in pretty good shape. Watch for some radar and some slick spies out there in uh, the Mount Juliet area this morning. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much 
By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. And now for today's winning Cash 3 and Cash 4 numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship March 6th to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. King is the king of college football, and his sample size is large. Just ask him. Question from Sam Dog down in Middle Georgia. He asks, Coach, after the quarterback, who does coach believe the most important player on the field he asks left tackle safety now this is not his question but Pete I've always said that I think a true freshman left tackle might be a more difficult adjustment than a true freshman quarterback now you're a quarterback guy Pete you may not agree with that but that's a very difficult transition but and I want you to get into that but but most important position other than quarterback I believe it's your middle linebacker on defense uh, because he's the one making the calls and the adjustments to the offensive personnel. Uh, you, you, you're always strong up the middle. Yeah. But uh, on defense, you got to have a guy that can make the adjustments. Look at how many teams now are running short motion, uh, motion all the way across the formation, changing strength of the formation, the orbit motion where they, they start across, then circle back behind the quarterback and running back in the gun. You have to be able to get your guys lined up right. How many, Bill, you've heard it over the years. If we, how many coaches have said, if we just get lined up right, we make plays? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's why, with all, I guess, these commentators call it eye candy. You know, you get your eyes in the backfield, you get missed, you, uh, you're misreading things. It's that guy in the middle, uh, your defensive play caller, that's the next most. He's the quarterback of the defense, basically, because he's adjusting coverages. He's, a, you know, and different things like that. you got to have a pretty smart guy, and, uh, and then he's got to be a thumper, to say the least. He's got to be able to fill A gap, B gap, C gap when he's coming downhill on the run. And then he's got to be able to carry in three by one. He's got to be able to carry number three in the pass game. So uh, 
that middle linebacker is pretty good. Uh, has to be to me is the second most important guy. But as far as the offensive line goes, for a right-handed quarterback, no doubt it's left tackle. It will be the next most difficult position. For a left-handed quarterback, it's right tackle. It's the it's the tackle opposite the throwing arm of the quarterback. Right. Right. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yes. A few weeks ago, you had somebody ask you who had in college football this year speed like Rocket Ishmael did back when Rocket played for us at Notre Dame. Yes, I remember. The kid I would say right now is Zachariah Branch at USC. He's got, he's got rocket speed. Right. Wow. And his uncle was Cliff Branch, who played for the Raiders. Who had speed. He <laughs> had a bunch of speed. But, yeah, Zachariah Branch, when I recruited Rocket, man, that was a fun time. Mickey Gorham was his, his coach in Wilkes-Barre. Well, Mickey played at Notre Dame, so but Rocket was, was special. I think I told you the, the, the story when we put him out at receiver the first time in the slot. And just threw him a bubble, and he caught the ball and stopped. And Coach Holtz is like, "What's he doing? What's he doing?" And finally, he's looking at me, and I look, "Rock, what are you doing?" He said, "Coach, in all my years of football, I never had this much space to run into." <laughs> so Luke says, "Run it again." We run it again. Boom! He goes seventy-five touchdown. Nobody touched him. <laughs> I can <Rocket>. imagine. <laughs> Coach Pete Cordelli yeah. is with us each and every Friday. Pete, overall, Alabama just getting butchered. And I know you just touched on it, but will this subside? No. Uh-uh. Not, not until, you know, here's the other thing, Bill. Teams that are, are looking at the Alabama players available, they have to have an opening for that position and that player. Just, this isn't like the old days where you had unlimited scholarships and you could stack guys. Right. So you, you have to do your homework. And then my next question is, whoever's evaluating all these guys in the transfer portal, even though they're coming from the Alabama program, is that the best player available for you? Right. And the third thing is, with all these guys in the portal, that doesn't mean they're all leaving. They still have the opportunity to come back if they want to. So, yeah, the initial, when you look at the number initial and you go, oh, wow, what's going on at Alabama? Well, some of those guys are going to return to Tuscaloosa, and not every one of them are going to end up somewhere else. And remember this, Nick's still in the building. Nick's still talking to some of these guys. And Nick is still talking to the NIL people at Alabama who might rework some of these deals for these Alabama guys. So <laughs> Nick has now become the general manager of the Alabama football team rather than the head coach. <laughs> Question here, Pete, and we'll probably have to do it after the break. The music's about to start, but it's from P. Hall in Shelbyville. Tennessee. He said, it's my understanding that Coach DeBoer is going to go with a 4-2-5 defense. What are the weaknesses? And with the transfers out, how long will it take to adjust personnel to fit? So, Pete, I don't think we're going to have time 
but process that through the break. And then questions I've been getting, particularly from the critics, is it a little awkward for Coach DeBoer to have the goat hanging around? Is, is that a little creepy, a little awkward? I know that Coach DeBoer at the press conference said all the right things about having him around, and I tend to believe him, but Coach Pete, you know what it's like behind those walls. I want you to process that as well, and we'll get to that right after the break. Top of the hour, the angelic tones of Ole Miss Evie will be with us. Kevin Hagan. Hour two to talk Alabama. Brad Powers, hour three, all the gambling stuff. That's on this Friday. Yes, it's already Friday. I think we got some ice overnight, too. Unfortunately. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Starting to pick up out here in the Wilson County area, especially coming through Mount Julian right now. It's moving on 40 West, uh, leaving Wilson County, headed towards Nashville. There's still some danger uh, spots out here on some of these roads that haven't been traveled on that much. If it's still snow-covered, it could be very dangerous underneath there. Traffic's picking up here in the last few minutes on 65 southbound, right at Trinity Lane. Same thing there, 24 out of Murfreesboro, headed towards Nashville. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Order online this weekend at Prince's Hot Chicken. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. And now, J.B. Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by J.B. Roofing, serving the area for 20 years. For all your residential roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 629-246-7693. 629-246-7693. That's J.B. Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. 
Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Call 615-844-5600. Get in on the Bill King Show. Coach Pete, Mr. P. Hall in Shelbyville, Tennessee, says if Bama goes to a 425, what are the weaknesses and how would the transition personnel-wise adjust? Number one, Bill, most teams want to try to run the football because you have an extra DB in there and they get a smaller or a better matchup with with bigger personnel we're seeing it in the nfl right now in this play in this playoff season a lot of teams are going to 13 personnel one running back three tight ends a lot of times we talk about 12 personnel which is one running back two tight ends but now when you add that third tight end but you have a smaller db a nickelback trying to come up play the tight end you got to get bigger people in to stop the run in today's college game, though, people try to spread you out by formation, either two-by-two two or three-by-one. So what the four-two-five does is it gives you a speedier guy, a better cover guy out there when you're, you're apex. And what I mean is, let's say we have three receivers to the defense's right. That nickelback will line up between number three and the offensive tackle. It's called apex. You're halfway between those guys. So you can fall in and play the run or you can drop in coverage. And the key to run pass is reading the tackle. If the tackle comes off and run, you set, you read, and then you play it from there. If the tackle goes high hat, what they call high hat, where he sets back, his shoulders come up, helmet comes up, now he plays pass. So you're reading the end man on the line of scrimmage. But the issue becomes is when they go heavy personnel with either an extra tackle or an extra tight end, how you're going to stop the run, whether it's, inside zone, outside zone, toss, things like that. You have to get the right personnel package in there. Now, even though Alabama says they're going 4-2-5, I promise you, <laughs> I promise you, they know how to match up with the heavy sets on offense, and they'll get the right personnel in the game. And not to belabor it, but Sure hurts to not have the best safety in college football, Caleb Downs, back there, kind of quarterbacking, nope. right? No, no, hey, without doubt. And here's the thing: everybody's playing what they call cover four quarters, and all you're doing with the safeties is they come down as an extra linebacker. So it ends up being a four-three with that linebacker really acting like a, a linebacker um, coming from his safety position, and he comes down to play the run and. Downs this year was unbelievable. He he played like a senior, <laughs> like he'd been playing that position all year, you know, all his life, and he played well beyond his freshman year. So that that's what makes him so valuable. But uh, yeah, it helps when you have a safety like Caleb Downs, 
filling on the run and then still being able to get back and, and defend on the pass. Is it awkward, creepy, or just fine that I don't know that Nick's walking down the football hallway all day, right? But but that he's around. Could that be a problem? No, no not this first year. You look, you're coming from the West Coast. Everybody, and that's the knock. And and let me say this to you: this is not a Brian Harzen hire. All right, I saw that. Kalen DeBoer knows what what the world what in the world he's doing. All right, this guy knows what he is doing. But I want Nick Saban with me every day, walking me through what he did. What look? It's not like the you've got a guy around who hasn't won. Right, fans won seven national championships. He's built Alabama in one of the top brands in college football. Kalen DeBoer said it at the press conference. Folks, don't get this confused with what Auburn did with Brian Harson. This is 180 degrees opposite. All right? But to have Nick Saban there, especially in this first year, to walk you through, hey, who do we go see at this high school? Recruiting contact. When we get into spring ball, tell me what the what the schedule was. How do we how do I tweak it? What do you think about this? I mean, you can't have anybody better guiding you through how to take over this program than the best that's ever done it for the last seventeen years. Now, after year one, then it may get a little crazy. Right. But I the other thing is your first time through the SEC, and you got Oklahoma and Texas coming in, there's no East and West division to understand the team. I'd want Coach Saban in there every Sunday night with me. Coach, tell me about this roster that we're getting ready to play at Ole Miss, at Auburn, at, at whoever. Now, the only team he hasn't played is Oklahoma. Because remember, they've played Texas the last two years. Right. I, it's such a great advantage to have Nick around, especially in this first year. Now, are they always going to agree? No. But my goodness. Why, hey, Coach Saban, why would you do this here? Nick Saban wants this program to continue on to be <laughs> the program. I would want that guy every day helping me to get through this first year. You know how tough a transition is anytime there's a coaching change. And to have that knowledge, that experience, and let me say this to you, that burning desire to win and keep this program moving forward, there's nothing creepy about this at all. I, I just... I, I would... Uh, I'd use him every day to get his knowledge and experience as, as to why you're doing it. Pete, have a good weekend, sir. Appreciate you. Hey, do the same. Always a pleasure, Bill. Have a great weekend. Coach Pete Cordelli. Just fantastic. The angelic tones of Ole Miss Evie after the break. Omni Nashville Hotel.
560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, 